Hi there, all saints. I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 to 17. Now I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you should be in agreement and that there should be no divisions among you, but that you should be united in the same mind and the same purpose. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there are quarrels among you, my brothers and sisters. What I mean is that each of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. Has Christ been divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptised in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptised none of you except Crispus and Gaius so that no one can say that you were baptised in my name. I did also baptise the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I do not know whether I baptised anyone else. For Christ didn't send me to baptise but to proclaim the gospel and not with eloquent wisdom so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power. There's nothing like a reunion scene to get tears flowing, is there? A classic which predates even me is that scene in The Railway Children, a film from the 1970s, uh, where a young Jenny Agatha runs down a station platform about to be reunited with her father, crying, Daddy! My Daddy! It's a real tearjerker. More recently, I have to confess that at Christmas, watching Home Alone 2, even I felt a little prick of the eyes when Macaulay Culkin and his mother were reunited at the end of the film. When good relationships are broken for any reason, through circumstance or misunderstanding or argument, it really hurts, it feels all wrong. So when we see something mended, it moves something, it speaks to something very deep within ourselves. How much more then can we enter into the heart of God the Father who wants to see relationships mended in his family? Our mission partners in Armenia, Steve and Sarah Trevet, had this sense um, uh, several months ago that this was God's message to his church at this time. God wants his family back. Paul is writing here to a church which is dislocating. And it's a godly longing that he expresses by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, all of you be in agreement and that there be no divisions among you. Now, I don't think Paul is saying that unity is uniformity. That's not what we see in the early church. We've all got different personalities and backgrounds. And for some of us, the image that will come into our mind when we hear about a loving, unified family is a noisy, chatty, opinionated table with people all throwing in their different opinions and retorts. Other people will have a much more quiet and peaceful image that comes into their head when they think of a loving, united family. Neither are wrong. They're just part of our, uh, our different personalities and backgrounds. But what these images have in common is relationship. Like a family coming back together after disagreement or separation to celebrate an elder's birthday, I believe the message is more like remember what or remember who unites you. Verse 13 that I've just read asks, is Christ divided? The message translation puts it like this. 
I ask you, has the Messiah been chopped up in little pieces so that we can each have a relic all of our own? With a friend or family member, we don't get to pick and choose the pieces that we want. Well, I'll take your height to get things off shelves for me, but please leave your voice at the door. One commentator, Daniel Pryor, reminds us that if you have Christ, you have all of him. He points out that we sometimes pray, Jesus, give me more of yourself. But he says, actually, we should be allowing to Christ to have more of us. We are the disintegrated ones whom Christ is gradually making whole so that we become more like him, integrated and entire. Today is Ash Wednesday. It's traditionally a time of repentance and repentance is fundamentally a hopeful act and an act of faith. Repenting of our brokenness means that we're trusting the power of Jesus, the cross of Christ, as Paul puts, it will not be emptied of its power, the power of Jesus and his cross to make us whole. And repentance means that we're hopeful, not because we're good, but because Christ is. Not because we're whole, but because Christ is, and he is making himself whole in us. So let's take a moment in prayer to enter into the hope that God is bringing his family back to unity. As this recording comes to an end, there may be particular situations that you want to spend more time bringing to him, and I'd encourage you to take time to do that. And in this space, as we look to the cross, we ask Jesus, take more of us. Take our brokenness and make us whole. Forgive our divisiveness and make us loving. Let our faith not be based on human wisdom, but on the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray as Paul prayed. Thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.